Hi, everybody. Unfortunately, both 17 Karat K-Pop and my other podcast enthusiasts will be on a hiatus for a bit. I hope you enjoy this special mini-sode, a bonus one I recorded at the end of last year. So if I don't acknowledge any breaking news, that's why. There are a couple of these bonus episodes, but please stay tuned and keep tabs on what I'm up to, which you'll be the first to know about on Substack, which I will keep updating, although a little less than I used to. I'll explain more about what I'm up to at a later date. So enjoy these mini-sodes. Please stay tuned for my return. And until then, please keep up with me. Links to my newsletter, website, all that good stuff in the description. Thank you all so much. Enjoy the show. Today's bonus episode is a quick summary of 2023's episodes of the podcast Enthusiasts, a show about the most passionate of passionate people, not just K-pop fandom. Please do catch up on the episodes you missed and share the show with people in your life who need a new pop culture podcast recommendation and are interested in why people like what they like, from specific fandoms to conspiracy theorists, what makes someone an enthusiast, those groups of people this show covers. So please tell your friends, enjoy catching up. This summer, I talked to Maureen Ryan, author of Burn It Down, Power Complicity in a Call for Change in Hollywood. So we actually had our interview after the writer's strike started, but the same day-ish that the actors joined the writer's strike. So it became a double strike. So it's an interesting, enlightening look at the strike landscape this summer and in past years. Previous strikes or almost strikes that Maureen has covered too. And of course, we also go deep on her book, full of juicy Hollywood gossip about the set of Lost, drama on set of shows like Sleepy Hollow, and just the PR damage control team efforts behind certain bad actors, pun intended. And she lays out, both in the book and the episode, the path forward, like how you actually could make a better culture on set of films and movies. Like it's not required to have a big, intimidating, aggressive boss. You can actually have a creative, thriving writer's room and movie set if you have happy people and nice directors. So requirements do not include being cruel. So it's a really interesting, big picture look at the streaming landscape over over time, how set culture has or has not changed over time, lots of big Hollywood-related topics covered. In a two-part episode, I explain everything about the Astroworld investigation. The Astroworld crowd crush, the music festival hosted by Travis Scott, there was a big tragedy, people died in a stampede during the event. After the investigation and decision not to pursue criminal charges against anyone affiliated with that tragedy, all the documents became public from the investigation, or at least tons of them. So literally, I read over 1,200 of these pages. 911 calls, other transcripts, interview notes, protocol plans that were or were not followed, emails, texts, some kind of incriminating. In two parts, I lay out the timeline, working with those documents, the big takeaways I got about the red flags, what went wrong in terms of safety and security, how this mayhem could have been prevented, the warning signs that were missed, and my personal take on culpability. There have been some updates, actually, since that episode came out, like an exclusive Rolling Stone report that says lawyers tried to get Travis Scott's phone records, and those did not become available, with his attorney saying it was because his phone fell off a boat and is now, quote, somewhere at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico, unquote. 
Meanwhile, Drake was deposed by lawyers in November, so this case might not fully be finished yet. I also looked over legal documents related to the Pras Michelle Fuji's legal issue. In that episode, I break down what the documents reveal, this motion for a retrial, what they reveal about the alleged mismanagement and incompetence of his lawyer to fairly represent him. His lawyer apparently was very out of his element, ignorant, bad at his job, and outsourced arguments to AI. AI wrote his arguments. So he's motioning for a new trial. I read the motion, broke it down in that episode, and broke down what's in the letters others wrote vouching for a retrial for him, a second chance. Plus, I looked at the indictment papers from a previous issue with his alleged co-conspirators. I also threw in a mini version of this separate fugitive story, still a fugitive as far as we know as of recording time. People are on the run. There's a lot to the story. I also explain why Leo DiCaprio was in court related to this. Yeah, it's a sweeping story. In one episode, I talked to Dan, who hosts Knowledge Fight, an InfoWars reaction show, where they don't just review Alex Jones' InfoWars show, tell you what he's talking about, and react to clips, but they also just provide really good, witty, but insightful analyses of what he's saying on his show. It really offers a good look at the persuasive tactics, the goals of the right-wing media, and conspiratorial-minded media. It's a really good way to know what people are saying without directly supporting them, because they watch, so you don't have to. In that talk, we discuss what makes Alex Jones such a unique figure in the right-wing world and the colorful characters, to put it nicely, in his orbit. I mean, their side stories each could get their own podcast. These people have lived interesting lives. So Hollywood, Astroworld, Pras Michelle, Alex Jones, lots we covered this year. Lastly, on a lighter note, The Wizard of Oz. The history of Wizard of Oz enthusiasts, Oz conventions, other superfan activities and gatherings, behind-the-scenes info about how the movie came to be, fun facts about that process, which was quite a complicated one in many ways. And I talked about the case of the missing ruby slippers. So true crime fans, may I direct your attention to that episode about the FBI sting that tracked down the ruby slipper thief after years of nothing. There's actually an update about that since that episode came out too. That thief pled guilty. So they nabbed him. Not to say my podcast was the catalyst, but interesting timing. So anyway, that's just a small sliver of the episodes I've released. In the past, I've also covered Spongebob, American Girl, Barbie, comic books, Miku, Hello Kitty, UFO enthusiasts, other aspects of true crime, other true crime cases, other internet culture stories, flat earthers. If someone's passionate about it, I will cover it at some point. So please check out the back catalog. Again, a link to it in the description. I put so much time and effort into these episodes, so they're definitely relatively infrequent, especially compared to my other show. So thank you so much for your patience with them and giving them attention when they do come out. Thank you all so much. I'll talk to you all again down the road. See you then. Bye, everybody.